the Krypton Phoenix. You're listening to Jimmy C.C. Bones. The extra C is for extra cold. It is is freezing in most parts of the country. This is Bones on Sports. Today, we're going to talk two things. Number one, I got a pretty interesting question in email uh, in reference to the Coyotes. And number two, lots happened in the past couple of days in the NFL. We're going to review that and talk a little NFL playoff picture. Those are the things on deck for today. I'm Jimmy CC Bones. This is Bones on Sports. All right, so here is the question I got in email. Uh, by the way, that email is bonesonsports at yahoo.com. So the question is, what's your take on Dylan Strom? Uh, my first initial reaction was, my God, the guy's a bust. Uh, and then I thought to myself, you know what, let's not be unfair. Let's take a look a little closer and let's really see, man, do we have a problem with this draft pick or is he going to be okay? <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know, Dylan Strom uh, was a third overall pick in the 2015 draft class when the NHL fixed the lottery. I mean, when the NHL had a lottery system, which they still have, um, McDavid, number one, Eichel, number two, those guys were game changers. So, you know, you look at that draft class and you think, my goodness, man, I mean, McDavid's tearing it up. Eichel yeah, has some injury problems the second year, but he's he's still doing okay. Uh, here's Strom. He can't stay on the NHL roster. He keeps getting sent down to Tucson. Uh, he was in OHL last year. So I think that comparing him to the two guys ahead of him was a little unfair. Uh, so I did a little bit of research, and I said to myself, now who are the two guys that were picked after him? And I found a pretty interesting article uh, on 5 and you know, they make a good point, is Marner and Hannafin were the two taken after him. Both of those guys are on the initial rosters, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Strom is behind in development. Um, you take a little further look, and there is a uh, uh, some research done between the draft classes of 7 to 2012, and it tells us that it takes roughly four seasons for somebody for a prospect to play in 40 or more NHL games. Four seasons. He's in his third right now. So based off of those numbers, he's still on target. So I said, okay, let's, let's, let's be realistic. Let's take a look at it, right? Let's just kind of throw everything off to the side. Don't worry about who was picked before him and who was picked after him. And you got to think, you know, hey, we're talking about a 20-year-old kid who plays center on an NH on an NHL team. So so let's look at the Coyotes roster. You've got Stefan, you've got Dvorak, you've got Cousins, you've got Richardson's uh, Domi that uh, can play some center. He's usually on the wing, but you know, so you figure, okay, so it's a little bit of a backlog here at that position. My honest opinion after kind of looking at it from that standpoint, where where you've got kind of an unfair draft class and you've got a team that that granted is young, uh, but still seems to have some depth at that center position. Um, 
you know, the guy needs a little bit more work. So, you know, not to dodge the question, not to, not to avoid it. You know, what's my take on it? I think the jury is still out. Let's see what he does this season. If by next season he's still not staying on the NHL roster, then the guy's a bust. Um, I think at this point, I think he's going to be okay. I really do. I, I don't think he's going to be blowing it up. He's not going to be, uh, you know, he's down in Austin Matthews. He's not a, uh, he's not a McDavid. He's, he's, uh, you know, maybe he's a Stefan. Maybe he's a, a, a second, a solid second line center. Uh, third for sure. I think he's got potential to be a second line center. Uh, the guy just got to work on making a little bit of quicker decisions. I think he needs to work on his balance a little bit, staying stronger on the puck. Um, yeah, his faceoff percentage is, eh, if, I, if I remember correctly, uh, you know, right in the lower 40s. That's okay. He's got to work on getting that percentage a little bit higher. And that's going to come with 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 coaching. It's going to come with with growing. Uh, I mean, again, the kid's 20, so there's still could be a growth spurt left in him, but he guys got to get a little bigger, got to get a little bit stronger, you know. And and uh, you know, let's 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 hold off on judgment right now. Uh, let's let this season play itself out and see where he lands in the roster. See, hey, is he going to stay in the AHL? Is he going to come up to the NHL? I think he's got potential to be there. You know, frankly, if they stay deep at that center position, maybe he's trade bait. You know, who knows? But uh, I think for the most part, I think he's going to be okay. Not overly concerned at this point, you know. Truth be told, let's give him a little bit of time. He's a he's a twenty year old kid that needs a little bit more development. So that's my take on Dylan Strom. Uh, you know, let's uh, let's talk a little. Let's talk a little NFL here. Come up in a minute. All right. So going into Sunday's games, uh, I want to say there was something along the lines of 54 different playoff combinations. And after Sunday, all of our questions were answered. So if you look at the you look at the field, you look at who uh, who made the playoffs. You know the the Eagles, the Patriots, the Steelers, and the Vikings all got their first round by. Uh, the Titans are playing the Chiefs. Uh, the Bills are playing the Jaguars. Both those games are. I'm sorry. Uh, first game is Saturday. Second game is Sunday. The Falcons and the Rams is on Saturday. Uh, the Panthers and the Saints. Uh, that game is on Sunday. So I'm not going to do a predictions here. I'm not going to play the bracket out. Just at first glance, a uh, couple takes I have is one: whoever the Eagles play, it'll probably be the Saints. But uh, whoever they play, they're probably going to lose to. Um, they have not looked good since Wentz went down. I don't see Foles making a playoff run. Um, the Vikings have an opportunity to host a Super Bowl. That could happen. Um, you know, I think when all is said and done, I think the Saints and the Vikings will probably be playing each other for the NFC. And I think the Patriots and the Steelers will be playing uh, for the AFC. Um, you know, my gut kind of tells me the Saints could take it all this year. Um, but that that Vikings team is... is uh, is a little bit of a wild card. Uh, they got a first round by. So when I say wild card, I don't mean they are in the wild card round. Uh, I mean that 
they're a little unpredictable, but I think they could take it all. Uh, so that's my take on what's happening on the NFL playoffs. Uh, more importantly, and, and something that hits a little bit closer to home, uh, Bruce Arians announced a retirement. And, you know, I've got very mixed mixed emotions on that. Um, you know, I've got a lot of respect for the guy, especially after watching the Amazon special All or Nothing. Uh, you know, I think he's a solid coach. Um, I'm going to miss him. Uh, but here's here's the deal. He announced retirement. Okay, we, we've got to let him go. Uh, we, you know, we can't we can't wax nostalgia about hey, what if he comes back for one more season? Um, so what does that mean? What does that leave the Cardinals? What do we do now? So Arians is a very offensively minded guy. He is I mean, he's an offense guy, man, and and. If you take a look at this Cardinals roster, you just you just break it down by where the youth is. Uh, the youth, I believe, is on defense. I mean, if you take a look at uh, Uda Baker, 21. Uh, Robert Kimdichi, 23. Hassan Reddick, 23. Uh, Scooby Wright, 23. Uh, Dan Buchanan, uh, 25. Uh, Tyron Matthew, 25. Um, Brandon Williams, 25, uh, Josh Morrow and Josh Morrow, uh, uh, Olson Pierre, 26, um, Justin Bethel, 27, uh, Chandler Jones, 27, Patrick Peterson, 27. So I think when they, when the Cardinals go for a head coach, um, I think they need to flip the script a little bit and get away from the offensive-minded head coach and go towards a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, who Who is that going to be? I don't know. Um, I know they've asked to talk to a couple of assistant coaches um, that are out there right now. I don't know who they're speaking to. I don't know how serious they are. I mean, he announced retirement yesterday. Um, but my take is, yeah, I missed the guy. Yeah, he was a hell of a coach. Yeah, they missed the playoffs the last two years in a row. Uh, Palmer. Fitzgerald, both up there, I think they might wind up retiring. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and and let's let's coach to the strength of this team. And right now, the strength of the team is defense. The strength of the team is youth on defense. Uh, defense wins championships, and I think if they focus their attention there, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we make the playoffs next year, and hopefully, we're making it to some championship games, and you know, knock on wood, a Super Bowl in a couple of years, but. You know, only time will tell. So, uh, so that's the two things we want to talk about today. Thanks for stopping by. You know, again, this is Jimmy CC Bones. The extra C is for extra cold. Uh, it's a little chilly in Phoenix, not as cold as it is back east. And if you are back east listening and you get freezing, uh, go ahead and find yourself a corner of a room to stand in. They're usually about 90 degrees. Uh, I'm Jimmy Bones. This is 